What is up, ladies and gentlemen? We are back once again here on the Freaking Fitness Podcast for episode number two. Just so happens to be week number three of the freaking, not the freaking. Yeah, you can say the freaking open. Because some people are feeling that way. We have 928 repetitions in 18.3. 800 of those, I said 800 of those, are double unders. Double unders, overhead squats, more double unders, dumbbell snatches, muscle ups, just my kind of workout. I am excited for it. Before we get that underway, I am joined once again by head coach here at Freaking CrossFit. We were actually at Freaking CrossFit. The 9 a.m. class just got finished, and we got some athletes taking on 18.3 in front of us. So kind of here watching them as we record the podcast. Joined by head coach Storm Kaufman once again. Storm, happy to have you back. Thanks, Alan. Appreciate it. There we go. I'm still still teaching Storm the ways of, of how to talk into a microphone, but we'll, we'll get it. Um, episode 2 is brought to you guys by the freaking CrossFit Throwdown. Fifth year, it's coming to the town of Pembroke Pines. Um, really excited. It's right around the corner, April 14th, April 15th. Storm, tell people a little bit about the freaking CrossFit Throwdown, a little bit behind uh, you, you guys' mission of putting this huge, now huge, team competition together. Uh, I mean, speaking to the mission of the Freaking CrossFit Throwdown, which this, like you said, it is the fifth year uh, that we're getting into this, and we are so proud of uh, what we've built up. Um, basically, it's creating a really, really high quality competition with judges that actually have to go through a course prior that get actually paid on the floor throughout the entire event. Um, so we try to keep that quality high, that intensity high, that fun, exciting. Just craziness, different movements, stuff that we actually don't always perform in our, in our daily uh, uh, workout routines. Um, some of that stuff you, you can have uh, seen last year with the swim events that we had, um, which we're excited to bring back. Uh, this year we're actually at the uh, Midtown Athletic Center for our swim workouts um, in Weston. And, uh, I mean, they, they beautiful facility. I don't know if you've been out there, but an absolutely amazing, high-quality, high-class facility that, that we got out there. It, it, it is, and we, I actually have to test the, the swim workout with you, and it's pretty— it, it, I actually it's, forgot that. It's pretty spicy. <laughs> so, um, but I am excited for it. Like you said, you let the quality of the competition is, is up there. That's something, that's something that sometimes we don't get at cross competitions. Um, so the quality of competition, the quality of the judging is there. And you have this beautiful facility here at freaking CrossFit with a bunch of toys that you don't get to play with at most competitions. Yes. Yeah, we actually do pride ourselves in really trying to keep our, our tools um, very varied, very varied for our athletes. I mean, it, that's, I mean, isn't that what CrossFit is? It's constantly varied, uh, making sure that we're always challenging ourselves in different ways. And that's what we really wanted to bring to uh, the freaking CrossFit throwdown. And each year, Shane, who's actually the main programmer, has... He's outdone himself again. I can't let you guys know what the wads are yet, um, but he's definitely outdone himself with those workouts. Yeah, so if, if you guys are looking for a team competition, whether you're going teams of three teams of three guys, teams of three girls, or you want to jump into the uh, co-ed division second year that they, that they have the co-ed division, guys, give it a shot. If, if you don't want to compete, if you want to be part of it, judge. You can get paid to do it. Very yeah. few, few places you can get paid to do it. You can actually be right in the middle of all the action next to some high-level athletes um, getting paid, getting some free apparel. So definitely, if, if you're not competing, uh, definitely be a judge or a volunteer. I mean, we put you guys literally in the mix of everything, um, especially all that excitement. Definitely, definitely. And, and, and speaking of excitement, I was more excited 
to hear 18.2 last week, then from 18.1. And the excitement keeps building up because I was excited to hear 18.3. So excited that I did it last night. But before we get into that, 18.2, your thoughts on it? 18.2, it's exactly what I thought. Um, it was a big burner with that, uh, that burpee over bar workout. Um, and then leading straight into that heavy clean. Really, I mean, it was just a burner. You had to go all out, especially for the high-level athletes. There was no breaks. There was no pacing. It was three, two, one, go, sprint out the gate. And then right when they uh, finished up, they had to take them that minute off uh, just to kind of let those legs recover. And, and we saw it a lot. People needed to start a little lighter on that clean just to get those muscles firing properly before they started making those big jumps. Except me. Because you, you warned me. You're like, Alan. We've had athletes start heavy, and it, it doesn't work out for them. I was like, Storm, I got this. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. I'm hyped today. I'm hi- and luckily, I got it. Luckily, I, got- I think it was I stepped aside, and there was a, th- a bar of 135 next to me. I was like, all right, let me just clean this first and just get my confidence up, and I was, I was good to go. Uh, but so you did do that. Just In a- essence, On a whim. <laughs> but uh, it, I, I enjoyed that workout a lot more than 18.1. Yes, I, I, even myself, I enjoyed it, and I actually got a lot heavier clean than I uh, predicted at first. Me too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was only five pounds, for the record, I was only five pounds under storm, and that, I, yeah, and I did beat good. you on the first time. You did beat me on, on 18.1. I'm surprised you didn't redo you. it. Um, yeah, I'm surprised I didn't redo it myself, honestly. <laughs> uh, I really was dreading those burpees. I, like I said, I said, told you guys before, I do not like burpees. I don't think anybody does, but I truly do not like burpees. So, I, yeah, that one I don't want to repeat. 18.3, though, that's something I could see myself repeating. It, it, it is, and I'll tell you right now, I did it. We're, we're recording this podcast Friday morning. I did it Thursday night as, right after it came out, and I feel like I can go again right now. Like, I feel fresh. It, it, it's not something that maybe I didn't go as hard as I should have. Um, I was extremely happy with my score. Um, three- and just to let you guys know, Alan actually did extremely well getting in. <laughs> To the second round, I think it was, what, three muscle-ups? Three muscle-ups, three muscle-ups okay. in the second round. So I, I was happy with it, but then I hear about some people going into the into this dark place that we'll get into a little bit later on, and I, I didn't get there. So That's surprising to me, Alan. Right? So, but it, 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 it I was extremely excited because you have, you know, we were talking about it before. We were guessing, like, what's it going to be, and we wanted muscle-ups. Oh, we still wanted we muscle-ups. Wanted snatches. We, we wanted snatches. We were talking about that all day. I said overhead squats. Uh, whatever it was, I just didn't want to see wall balls, and I'm glad we didn't see another row in there. So I'm ha- I'm happy with it. You know, it's it's two rounds of 100 double unders, 20 overhead squats, 115 for the men, 85 for the ladies. Yep. Another hundred mu- un- other, excuse me, not not muscle ups. Another hundred double unders, then 12 ring muscle ups, 100 double unders, 20 dumbbell snatches, which was really nothing for me. Um, it shouldn't be anything for. Most athletes, it shouldn't yeah. be much. Especially since this, the, it's the same weight as the dumbbell clean and jerks from uh, 18.1. So. Exactly. And, you know, we're, we're used to it being that last year we had the dumbbell snatches at 50 pounds as well. And then another 100 double unders, 12 bar muscle-ups, two rounds of that, 14-minute time cap. And, you know, at first you're thinking, eh, you know, I'm, I'm, we're watching Neil Maddox and we're watching Kyle Kasparauer do it last night. Like, they can finish this. And then you see them finish this first round around like 7.15 I'm like actually Maddox was uh, 7.40 I believe 7.40? Yeah. And you're like mm, maybe not. Yeah. So um. Because they definitely weren't speeding up. No. To finish that second round. No 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 no. So so going into it my, my quick thoughts and feelings on it it's uh, for me love the workout. 
Um, if you are efficient and in the muscle up area, you should. I think you. It's that, that those are the people that will excel in this workout. Um, the biggest key, obviously, is the double unders. You know, for me, I, I went into the workout from the start. It was uh, we talked about it. There's there's two paces for for double unders. You can go really fast into it, or just take it nice and easy and focus on the consistency, the efficiency aspect of it, and and you know shoot for going unbroken sets. Maybe maybe 50 is is your goal. Go 50 unbroken sets, rest, and then go then finish the, the hundred. So that was the biggest part for me because I didn't really feel the shoulders truly fatigued me until that second round. You know, did the, the, the first hundred overhead squats unbroken. Um, that's something you should you should definitely shoot for because that's what. 10 seconds if you drop the bar at least at least at, at least at least 10 seconds of your time and, and, and in the end of my workout it proved to time was a factor at the end of my workout overhead squats are fine ring muscle ups I broke it up 8-4 um, if you are gymnasty as you as you would say I would even say maybe try going unbroken you know I, I, I would have loved to try it to see exactly how I would have felt um, well you'll definitely repeat it well, think about it. <laughs> but uh, but I broke it up 8-4. Break it up to wherever you are so that your shoulders aren't going to be fatigued. Because, again, my shoulders were just fine. Double unders, again, hit them. Dumbbell snatches, it, it, it's just move through dumbbell snatches. Like, there's no – I don't think there's any need to actually try to speed through those. Just keep constantly moving. And then, again, your double unders. That's that's when I started. That, third, that fourth set of double unders, the f- set of 400, I started feeling my shoulders a bit. That's when I, I tripped up once breathe I, I think the biggest thing is people get frustrated when they trip up yes just, just step over your rope take a deep breath and then start over again because you, you tripped up whatever get over it um, there's no need to get frustrated over it when you have so much ahead of you left and then I really really felt my shoulders on the set of 500 double unders second round failed my squat snatch on the overhead squats my shoulders, my shoulders were just feeling. It, it wasn't really that I was weak. I was just, I wasn't expecting it to feel that way. Mm-hmm. So just when it, when you when you snatch that second set of overhead squats, just expect it to be hard and just, just catch it. <laughs> <laughs> that easy. Um, got through those, and then when I got back to that's when I that, literally that's when I was like, wow, my shoulders are done, smoked. So set of six hundred. That's when I, that's when I really felt it. Um, so, changing changing it over to you, your first thoughts on the workout and and how are you going to coach your athletes to attack it? Uh, first thing I'm going to tell my athletes is they have to get in the mindset of relax. So those double unders, just like you did, it, it's relax those shoulders. Try to just stay in a rhythm. You're not trying to blow through the double unders and pick up pace whatsoever. You want to stay as relaxed and composed as possible. Um, I really liked how Neil Maddox approaches double unders. Every single time he went back to the rope, uh, you would see him pick it up, take a couple deep breaths, compose himself, get in a nice relaxed manner, possibly even try to get that heart rate down a little um, prior to jumping right into it, and then just trying to maintain this smooth pace throughout those. Like I said, half the workout, if you could do all two rounds, it's 800 double unders. So that's definitely going to be a huge factor is relaxing those shoulders and, and actually listening to your body. Uh, next thing, you, you hit the nail on the head. I would tell my athletes, the overhead squats, if you have the capacity to, those need to be unbroken. Dumbbell snatches, everybody should be used to those. That definitely needs to be unbroken. When it comes to the, the muscle-ups, it depends how proficient you are, so each athlete's going to have to attack it a different way. 
best way I could tell them to attack it is they have to listen to how their shoulders are feeling. You do not want to hit that red line burnout level, especially early in your workout. Um, so you need to maintain a pace for, for as long as you can. Uh, I think Max was breaking his up in uh, sets of four, even from the beginning. Uh, and then you said you you hit eight and four. Okay. So, like I said, every athlete's a little bit different. It sounded like you could even go a little bit faster, even do unbroken on your muscle-ups. Uh, and really that does come back down to listening to your body and how, how you're feeling. Yeah, and I think, like like, like you said again, that's, that, that's, that comes first. And, and if you are proficient enough, Maybe go for it because at the end of the workout, I finished my last set of double unders with 20 seconds remaining, and I got to the rings maybe 15 seconds, and, and, and I hit my final three. And, you know, I could have hit – if I had 10 more seconds, like, I could have hit two more. So think of it as, you know, had I dropped my overhead squats, I probably wouldn't have hit any muscle-ups. Or if I went unbroken, I, I might have been able to get some, a, few, a few more seconds in there and a few more muscle-ups in there. Um, so time does come in a factor towards the end of this workout, as well as your tie break. If you don't finish this workout, you have a tie break time, which is your last set of double unders. So keep that in mind. Yep. You know, try to get to those double unders again as quick and composed as possible. What would you advise to those athletes that you might have those athletes that you know they're not going to go broken on the muscle ups, and the, especially for for the ladies because the ladies tend to be a little bit weaker in the muscle up area. Yeah. What would you tell that athlete that maybe wants to go with a open up with a big set and then break it up, or wh- or would you or would you tell them to break it up from the start? I would definitely tell them to break it up from the start, um, especially maybe if you're an athlete that, I mean, if your max is six reps of muscle ups in a row unbroken, I mean, definitely just trying to hit twos the whole time. Okay, the last thing you want to do is get burnt out, especially on that like eighth, ninth, tenth rep, and you still got two, three more reps to complete, you're going to just basically sit there and waste your time. And that's the last thing you want. Go slower on that movement. Make sure you do not hit that burnout because once you get off of it, if you are going that slow, you are going to have energy to actually burn through those dubs a little bit faster and then get to the next movement. Yeah, you said it, time. You know, a failed muscle-up, you're, you're wet. You're wasting. It takes you five seconds to shake your arms out, get back on the rings, three, four seconds to actually complete the muscle-up, five seconds to complete the muscle-up, and then you fail, you just wasted that entire time. You wasted that entire time, plus you're being generous on waiting like only five seconds before jumping up there, Yeah. Um, especially when you get to that burnout level. No, it's more like 20 seconds plus the time you already wasted uh, before you can even re-attempt. So, no, you definitely do not want to hit that burnout point at all unless you are in that last two-minute grind and just trying to get up there. But other than that, you have to have to listen to your body and pace. Yeah, yeah and, and I think that's where where I, I didn't – that's the only part that I that I would change would be my last two minutes. I, I didn't really try to burn out. The double owners, I was just trying to stay consistent again. So maybe I could have pushed the pace a little bit on, on, on those. But, again, it's – like you said, it's listening to your body, you know – and in that last two minutes, if I would if I were to change anything from my workout, it's exactly like you said. Last two minutes, really push the pace. That that's when you sm- take that switch and flip it up on a double unders from a consistent, uh, comfortable pace to really trying to get through those to get the one get that tie break time and and two get back to whichever movement is next for you. Correct, correct. And you definitely want to stay composed the entire time. You don't want to freak out. Uh, everybody freaks out when they start tripping up, especially when the time is counting down. 
stay composed. That's how you're actually going to keep moving throughout the workout because if you start getting tight, freaking out, it, things are just going to start falling apart on you. You're going to start tripping up more. You're going to fail a lift somewhere. So keeping that composure all the way through this time frame is, is really going to help you out in the long run. Absolutely. And so we talked strategy. What, what, what would you say to your athletes during the workout, before the workout? Now, how would you advise your athletes in warming up? Warming up, uh, definitely, I mean, they're definitely jumping on every single movement, but it's warming up those shoulders, making sure they're ready to fire your triceps, scaps, um, just making sure you're in a comfortable rhythm with your dubs, especially. You, you want to be in a place that you feel comfortable with it before you even start. Um, Warm-up shouldn't be too long. I mean, basically, you got dubs to warm your, your shoulders up prior to even jumping up there. Um, and then just make sure your flexibility is good for your overhead squats. Awesome, awesome. And, and, you know, I love this workout, and I just thought about it right now. The, re- the main reason why I'm loving this workout so much is because you have the scale division now, and they, they're, not, they're not giving you anyone any breaks. They put pull-ups this year. Yes. It used to be jumping pull-ups, I think it was. This year, it's, it, it's pull-ups. And, and I love it because, one, either like, you're going to have these athletes that are, are going to get their first muscle-ups. It's going to be awesome. Then you're going to have the athletes that either get their first pull-up or actually are able to finally string together pull-ups. So this is one of those workouts that, that one, for me, it's fun. But two, it's also I'm going to love watching because you're going to see how people have progressed since they started crossing. This is what it's, what it's all about. Yes. yes. So I'm extremely excited for this workout. Your thoughts on, on one, how, how, how do you think you're going to do? And at the end of it all, you think you'll redo it? I'm going to kill this workout. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for this workout. Alan knows me all week. Actually, I think since 18.1, I have been just dreaming muscle of muscle-ups to come out. <laughs> and muscle-ups didn't just come out once. It came out in two different forms. So myself, I'm redoing it just because I know I'm going to love the fun factor. Um, I, and this is something that will be fun to repeat also down the road. So next year, I really hope this would be the repeat workout for next year. Um, I, besides the uh, burpee and the uh, Oprah bar, <laughs> I, I don't want that. But uh, as far as that, that muscle up, I'm, I'm, I'm super excited to, to see this aspect um, expressed in two separate ways. Yeah, and I, I think I'm, I'm, I agree with you on that. You know, it, it's, you know, from experience, it's, it's a fun workout. I, I truly enjoy it. So, guys, make sure you have fun with it, you know. If, if maybe double unders is not, isn't your strong point, have fun with it. T- take out the small wins in it. Maybe maybe try to go 10 unbroken. If you can go 10 unbroken, take that win. You know, we have some yep. athletes in here that, that really get frustrated on, on the double under part. Take the small wins out of it. You know, maybe you, go, you don't have muscle-ups and you get so close, so close, so close, and it's the closest you've ever been. Take that small win. You got to take the wins. I mean, that's what the, the Open's all about is, is those – small wins those small progressions uh i mean every single day you can actually look at that positivity of, of where you're growing to uh i mean in our own facility we, we have a couple of crossfitters that literally started a week prior to the open and they jumped on um our affiliate team and, and we're super pumped to watch them actually we were watching some of them actually during this podcast which was really cool uh and one of them actually got their first uh, pull up for the first time i don't know if you guys heard them cheering in the background but that was really cool Thanks. so that's what it's all about and you, you really shouldn't get frustrated on 
hey, I can only get to the muscle-up part. No, actually take this time to actually work on trying to do your dubs unbroken and get there as fast as possible and get the best time and the best workout. Yeah. Uh, when I did last night, we had one, another one of our athletes do it with me, and he got he finished his second set of double-unders in seven minutes and had seven minutes for muscle-ups. He got seven muscle-ups. And he came over to me and he was like, dude, I haven't done seven mu- – I don't remember the last time I did seven muscle-ups in a workout. So, see, he took that as, as a small win. It wasn't he, – he wasn't comparing himself to me. He wasn't comparing himself to Neomatics or Kyle Kasterauer. Yep. He wasn't upset that he couldn't get to the next set of double He was took the small win of, hey, I haven't done seven muscle-ups in so long. Like, I'm happy about it. So, guys, really take this workout. You know, this is – people look at this workout and it's like, oh, it's a workout to separate the games athletes or the regions athletes from everybody else. Don't, don't, don't look at it as that. Look at it as, as, as your workout. Have fun with it. And, and literally, just get the small wins out of it. Um, yes, this is a workout that will stop those that aren't as efficient as, as, as others. But if you're, doing, if you're doing a scaled workout and you string some, you string some pull-ups together, take it as a win. Um, ultimately, that's, that, that's my message to you guys. Take the, whatever win you can get in an open workout, take it, roll with it, on to the next week. I think that's something that, that I've seen you preach to your athletes and uh, I tell I, I tell everyone that I, I encounter is it's five weeks, right? You can't you once week eighteen point one is done, you can't go back and focus on eighteen point one or eighteen point two. Focus on what's ahead of you. It's over. It's over. You know, at the end of it all, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. And and if you don't get to where you want to be, it's just going to fire you up for the next year. I, I couldn't say it any better, Alan. Um, once this one's over, I mean, still got eighteen point four, eighteen point five. Who knows? Castro could throw a freaking 18.5A. Could you imagine? <laughs> I, I'm waiting for the day that Dave Castro uh, is in the middle of an announcement. And, like, he's like, for example, yesterday, he said 14 minutes. And they yell time. And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Five minutes of rest. And you're doing it again. That day I might quit. <laughs> <laughs> If that ever comes out, I might quit. I'm 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 waiting for that day for him to be like, nah, you're doing something else right after you finish workout. Um, I wouldn't put it past him though. I mean, this year he said he's been trying to he's going to break the mold of what the wads were going to be, and so far he, he has changed every single I mean, one up. I mean, not a single one's been ne- similar. To we've never seen a workout like this. Oh, we've these never. many reps in a workout? No. You know, 926, 928, excuse me, and 800 are double unders. I'll tell you what, my, my, my calves don't feel too bad right now, though. Well, well, let me know tomorrow. We'll see I, I tomorrow, know tomorrow. And, and I later know tomorrow. on tonight when I, when I get back. Um, but from Storm and I, guys, best of luck on 18.3. Uh, we do appreciate you guys listening to the Freaking Fitness Podcast, episode number two. You can stay up to date with everything Freaking CrossFit at Freaking CrossFit on Instagram. That's Freaking F-R-E-A-K-I-N. No G. And the freaking CrossFit Throwdown is coming up. You guys can follow them at freaking CrossFit Throwdown for all of their announcements. April 14th through the 15th. Amazing weekend out here at the beautiful freaking CrossFit facility. Whether you're coming to spectate, to judge, or compete. We hope to see you guys out here. Come by. Say hi to me in Storm. And uh, once again, best of luck on 18.3. Have a great weekend. And we'll see you guys next week.